Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details the clock is running up. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Westwood One presents The Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. The last week before election. <laughs> I, I have so much to say about that. Ooh. I have so many feelings. Yeah. I can't believe, you know, well, number one. We are tough people. Yes. We are resilient people. We have we made mean, it. All of us. Not I just, mean, uh, not yes. you and me, but you and me too. All of us. All of us. Because I remember that election night when Trump won. And then, you know, like the month afterwards, everybody talking about this election, this midterm election. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, Angela, that road looked so far. And it was. And treacherous. It was. And horrible. It was. And disgusting. It was. 
And but we have traveled it. We had no choice. <laughs> we had no choice. But we've made it, and we've resisted That's every right. single. We, we are going to continue bit to. of the way. I am proud of us. I am. I regardless of let me tell you something. Oh, no, regardless yes. of what happens, okay, on Tuesday. That's right. I am proud of, of all of you, of, of all everybody. of us, of the resistance, of all of the progressives, all of the liberals, all of you working hard. I am too. But on the DL, <laughs> mama is tired. I am tired. I know, me too. I am tired. Now, that may have something to do with us doing 150 episodes of our talk show yes. in a couple months. Yes. That yes. is definitely a part of it. Me time with Frangela. Please go to me time. With Frangela.com. Yes. Um, oh, but... you can also pick up our comedy album, Resist. Oh, and please, please get the it. comedy album, Resist. Come on now. Resist with Resist. Resist with Resist. Kill rock stars. Come on. Go yeah. there. You can get it on iTunes. Get the album. Please. Show please, up. Please. Support. Please. 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 please, please, please really, please. please get the album. Please. Please. I, we have, <laughs> we have, and we have persevered and we will continue to fight. I just... You know, I just wanted to say, yeah, mm-hmm. we are all tired. And all I was hoping, and it was last week, I said we were talking about, you know, we at the set with people and talking mm-hmm. about the election and talking about Politicon the week before and right. how that kind of went. And, and I said, I just hope we can make it to this election without anybody getting killed. Yep. And we didn't. Yep. And we didn't. And, and... and Worse than I could have ever thought. Yeah. Um, with the events of last week, I think it's important that we start with um, the bombing mm-hmm. attempts yeah. on how many people is it now? It's, well, they right now they say they there's 15 bombs that have We're going been to sent, 14 people. Yeah, going to yeah 14 Cause, locations. Cause, um, Maxine Waters got two. Right. And CNN got two. They got oh, one. Oh, that's right. So that's another one. Yeah, that's right. right. And, uh, and so, and, but they're saying that he targeted over like a hundred plus people. He had a list. So there might still might be things out there floating in the postal system yeah. that we, they haven't come across. This is a huge deal. And acting like it's just one of the things that happened last mm-hmm. week, it's not. It is a huge deal. These bombs are functional. They were intended to go off. Yeah. These were, even if they weren't, these are high level federal crimes against former presidents and current, our current leadership. Yeah. And to treat it as anything other than not only domestic terrorism, Mm-hmm. of the highest um, level, but as that had me and I know like all of you freaked out, yeah. worried, like what is going on, then a man walks into a Kroger's yeah. and shoots two black people. Because because he was foiled from walking into a church. We would have had two houses of worship massacres. That's right. Had he been able to accomplish what he wanted to, that got no 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 it's, play. Uh, people are meant this is what I'm grateful to for the punditry. They are saying it. Yeah. But it is not I am not seeing it in print media no, at all. I no. am not seeing it, but I am seeing it. But oh here's the thing. It's on the deep dive punditry, right? Yeah. It's like if you're watching MSNBC shows throughout the day or checking in on CNN throughout the day, you're I've seen people begin like, hey, you can't separate these things. Yeah. Too- because just as we're getting we are more and more tense about next week so are they yeah so you have two elderly african-american people are are gunned down in a kroger are in a kroger uh, uh, store and the the man who killed them then points his gun at white people and says white people don't kill white people having missed out on all of human history yes but here's the thing so you have you have again 
a racial, you know, a hate crime take place, but nobody wants to talk about it. And nobody wants to call it a hate. They still haven't officially designated it as a hate crime. And I was like, I don't know how that's possible. Yes. But then that was bad enough. Yeah. Now, cut to Saturday when everything exploded. And I cannot, there are not words to express the depth of sadness. And I mean, when you think about, I can't, I'm right back to, I'm right back to, um, you know, it's like we're in the 1950s, yep. you know, and I just, I don't, what happened at the Tree of Life, at the Tree of Life, you know, 11 people murdered, gunned down, you know, there are police officers who are still in uh, the hospital. Um, and it's just, when you have a Holocaust survivor, I can't. who survived Hitler and the Nazis be killed at church. When you have two people who were married in that synagogue die together at, while worshiping, when you have two brothers that a community took care of Mm -hmm. and they They took care of every single person person. into that temple. Exactly. They took care of that community and community took care of them to have that kind of horror happen on what is a holy site yep. is and a holy day on a holy day and a really important holy day actually it was it's the day where they celebrate the welcoming of immigrants yeah yeah and that's not an accident no what's disturbing beyond that is if that wasn't didn't drive every one of us to tears all day long and just absolute shock was the fact that that didn't seem to be enough to stop Donald Trump from having a rally that night. That's right. And then from today, calling out to try to get rid of birthright citizenship. Yeah. And and somehow then Sarah Sanders and all of them still trying to perp, like the, there's no connection yeah. between his, not just his rhetoric of hate, which is constant, and this ginning up of sending troops to the border yeah. who, to when those people aren't even going to get there. Well, you like, know, there's so many things wrong right now. I just want to say that like, I look at this and I'm like, there is, I, let us say it. This is false squarely on Trump's lap. Absolutely. All of these things. Well, you know what? And here's the thing. When Angela and I were having this conversation yesterday, we were talking about whether or not to do the record yesterday or today. We were talking about the fact that all of these things, you have to talk about all of these things in conjunction because it is a mosaic. They are not independent of each other. No, it's, it's like a puzzle picture exactly the picture doesn't become clear if you don't use all of the pieces exactly if you keep treating them like they're just little random pieces exactly you don't get anything out and when you put them together you see that on his way to pittsburgh mm-hmm. to go supposedly be with and show support for the tree of life community for the jewish community in general for everyone in general he's he's talking about he's vilifying immigrants mm-hmm and I'm trying to understand how, am I wrong, or wouldn't Trump not be allowed in this country if he got rid of birthright citizenship? Exactly. Aren't his parents immigrants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mother. Yeah. I think, is his father too? I may have been. I think his father is also. Yeah. So for me, but I I, just, I'm, I'm just like, this is a basic principle. Absolutely. That it really started because of slavery. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I just can't, he can't do it with an executive order, but like we've learned over and over again, can't 
and what can't don't mean nothing in this yeah. White House because that only means what I what we've all had to learn the hard way is the Supreme Court has what we call perceived authority. Yeah, true authority is the ability to send the military to a border that they shouldn't be at, mm-hmm. that's outside of their mandate. In fact, mandate. In fact, they're not allowed to carry out the their, their technical military functions on our soil. That's not why they're there. Yeah. That you know now that with National Guardsmen and the poli- the uh, military that he's sending there, there are more troops, there will be more troops stationed at the Mexican border than we have combined in Afghanistan and Iraq. Which is ridiculous. Like, it is, and it's completely a stunt. Yeah. It is completely about the PR of it, and it's, everybody it's, says it. It's about... These are people's lives. This is money, yeah. resources. These, these people, and as my daughter, my 12-year-old daughter can tell the President of the United States that these are asylum seekers. Yep. These are people who have picked up their children their babies on their backs to flee to freedom, fleeing fear and death and all kinds of things in their homes. And and the reality is when my 12-year-old can break it down right. and understands it, but the President of the United States is willing to use this, you know, to, to, it's to, not to call, it, to, to call yeah. it a wedge issue is beyond, that, that doesn't That's, even play to... Yeah. Uh, you know, the ginning up of fears on Fox News. No, he's called that invaders. Yeah. He said it's an invading force. First of all, they're a thousand miles away, walking. They're two months away. It'll take them two months to get here on foot. But that's not as helpful for them for the midterm. That's right. So he's got to send the troops now and act like they like one foot over. And also, that is the only way to apply for asylum. You can't get it without coming here. Yeah. There's just, it's not like there's like an online portal and you just get asylum. Mm -hmm. You have to come here from a port of entry. So, and and, and it is ridiculous. It's disgusting. And I don't know how you do that. Then get on a plane to go to Pittsburgh to go, to go so-called support the tree of life community with on the, with all the people who were lynched on the day celebrating highest, the organization and the, and the concept of welcoming in people that that's why they were, that, that you don't make this connection no. at all or don't under, that think that we don't. Because I'm going to tell you something and I'll put it out there on real on Front Street. He's not there in Pittsburgh today to support the Tree of Life Jewish no, community. He is there to take pictures with law enforcement people who were shot because that is his base. That is who he is appealing to. And that is why it is important to him that everything else is, you know, is, is, Peripheral. All right. And I just hope that he doesn't speak to too many people and upset them. You know what I mean? Because this is the thing. He doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know how to speak to people. So just on a personal, like, one-to-one level, I just don't want him to talk to somebody and say something that upsets them more than they already are. Yeah. Um, well, like, because he's just like, to me, if we had any real sense, this is the, if this, if the whole country is a family, this is the uncle we don't let drink and we lock up in a room when real company comes over. That's right. Because we don't want him to offend them. Well, and also what you have here, you had, you you had the the mayor of Pittsburgh come out publicly on television. I watched him last night, beseeching the president not to come because he, you know, it's like it's not please cause, cause understand. Protesters have to come. Exactly. You know. he's like he's like please understand that we don't have the resources to take care of because of the Jewish faith. We have to, people have to be buried immediately. They, you know, so we're... And they're doing everything they can to be in accordance with that. Absolutely. So in doing so, we have to take, you know, provide security for them, provide security for these other synagogues and what have you. Please don't come. 
What he goes. He goes. I'm surprised Melania ain't wearing her jacket. That's right. Do you care? Or yeah. I don't care. What was it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's. Um, but it's, then on, right, on on the heels of all of that, as you said, you've had, got Donald Trump stunting, stunting, and walking around saying he's going to end birthright citizenship by executive order, which he technically can't. He do, cannot do. But. Every- it doesn't matter if he can or can't do it. What matters is that he's just trying to say that to people uh, as a way to keep this. They want this to be the issue when people go vote next week. They want it to be about hate and fear. And they don't care how many people die, get beat up, get uh, lynched, just yeah. straight up lynched. They don't care because yeah. that's their agenda. And, and he's right. When he also last week called himself a nationalist. Yes. And I think it was one of the most honest things he said. Mm-hmm. Because he is a white Nationalists. Nationalists. That's right. That is what the term is, and not. And, and I saw people arguing or discussing. I should say they were discussing um, whether or not. Do you think it's possible? And I saw several. Um, like, was it was it Joy and Reed maybe did it, and uh, some other people did it. Saying, well, do you don't you think it's possible, or do you think it's true that Trump is simply confusing the terms nationalism and patriotism, or he doesn't get what nationalism means? May I, if I may, Francis? You may. May, may I make this point? Mm-hmm. Number one, when you are the President, I'm trying so hard not to say what I, I want wanted to say. Can I say she almost said motherfucking president? Okay, that's a right, but I was yeah, trying but to I said say it, it for you. Okay, when you are the president, you can't be ignorant. You don't no. get to use words and not and be confused about their meaning. Yeah, you don't get to sit around and go, oh well, that's not what I meant. Knowing full well, no, he first of all, he knows full well what he's saying. Second of all, look where he puts it in the conversation. Exactly. Right next to globalist. Do you think that motherfucker knows how to spell globalist? No, but he knows what it means and he knows why people like him saying it. Yep. And that's why he's saying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I'm like, acting like there's anything about this. Like, here's my thing. Even if he is ignorant, you don't get to be ignorant when you're the president. That's right. Angela, let me tell you something. The difference that a good night's sleep makes for me is is the world. It's okay? absolutely the world. I can attest to that because I'm around you. <laughs> yes. You're a much better human being when you've slept. Yeah. Well, you know, can you remember the days when I had a horrible mattress? Oh, my God. Oh, my was being held up with books. It was horrible. It was horrible. And you were tense. And if I may say so, with love persnickety. Yes. But that's the problem. Sleep mm. is important. And if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress you've got to okay because the purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist it's not like the memory foam you're used to no the purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable plus it's breathable so it sleeps cool because you know I get hot you do you run hot I need it to be cool. Well, let me tell you something. Right now, you can get a 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty. Plus free shipping and returns. I'm sorry. For me, free in-home setup and the old mattress removal is huge. That's the, I, that, that is, is the, the huge. thing. You're going to love purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the pur- purchase of a mattress. That's 
That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text Frangela to 474747. The only way to get this free pillow is to text Frangela, that's F-R-A-N-G-E-L-A, to 474747. That's Frangela to 474747. Do it now. Frangela. Well, you know what? My daughter last night asked me, she goes, why do people hate Jewish people? So that went into, I was like, oh, Lord. Because they're crazy and wrong. And, I, you know, so I go No, I know. Into- I asked the same question. I remember asking my mom this. Well, actually, you know what? I learned about the Holocaust at school and came home, and I'll never forget. I said to my mom, oh, my gosh, are all of our friends Jewish people? Yeah. And she was like, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. Yeah. Sort of, kind of. I did the and same I, thing. And here's the thing. You know... We can't allow this man to divide us at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's absolutely right, Abby, to be like, what is going Why? But, you know, I was listening to um, a reporter and he was talking on, I believe it was yesterday. Might have been actually today, though, on the New York Times, the Daily podcast. And he was talking about what is the what is the connection between um between the alt-right, which is just, you know, the white Nazis, mm-hmm. and uh, why do they support Israel? And, and he was saying that because they res- they support what they call ethno-states. Those yeah. are white, or, you know, racially pure, which is a ridiculous and not true concept. Mm-hmm. There's one race, the human race. But, um, but that's what they want is an ethno-state. They think the United States of America should be an ethno-state, which means that white people would be here and no one else. And they, that's why they like Israel, because it's, they consider it an ethno-state of Jewish people who they yep. do not consider white. However, the reason that Jew- he said the reason that Jewish people get a special sig- sort of get signals, you know, taken out as being more significant mm-hmm. in the hate groups, like why are they always the base of the hate? Yep. It feels like it's because he- they see these other mongrel groups like black people, Asian people, whatever, as sort of animals. And what the Jews are is a, a form of animal that is with- they're the puppet masters right. in this racist theology. What yep. they say is that the Jewish faith. They are controlling. That's why all their words are about word do- world domination, media domination, mm-hmm. whatever. That in the racist ideology, it's the Jewish people who control all of us monkey animals. Mm-hmm. And that if they, so they are just as bad, but they will, it's the same thing like with, if you know who Marcus Garvey was, yep. um, he was a, an activist, racist, whatever, black man who was crazy. Look him up just for the photos. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the uniforms are amazing. But he had a back to Africa movement where he wanted uh, at black people to go to back to a country they'd never been to, Liberia, right. um, and have it be the black state. And it was supported by the Klan. Yep. Because it's they were like, sure, we're done with ethno states. Exactly. Um, as long as we keep the country you built. Yeah. Um, so Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's so. This is why, and he's talking about this is why uh, the Jewish faith and Jewish people get singled out in a different kind of way. Absolutely. And I, I was explaining that to Abigail. You know, I said, you know, this, this is a group of people. You know, who, who out of bondage. You know, three thousand years ago, had had an insular community, education, what have you, but then were used by the landowners used by a whole bunch of people to do a bunch of dirty work. Yep. 
run banks and things like that. And so they got identified with that. And for some reason. Well, it's so interesting because it's the, the, they do the thing they do with all racism, which is yeah. on the one hand, you're there, you're stupid and powerless. On the other hand, you're controlling everything. Exactly. exactly. It's like this very, but basically what it is, is you're everything that they don't like at the moment. They don't like it. Exactly. But, 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 but it's the same thing. It's the same stuff that we see going on in our country right now, mm-hmm. which is let's make poor people angry at this other group it's the rich make keeping racism that's right going how do we keep racism going because we don't ever want anybody to look up no we gotta to we look gotta, to the top we gotta fight each other that's right while they just take that's all of right the money and all of that's the right and that and that's why I, I was explaining to my daughter that is the problem that is exactly the problem and um speaking of other racists we're gonna get to megan kelly but really quick uh, we do want to make sure to, to say this to you. We really appreciate you obviously listening to the show, but we need to learn more about you. If you have a minute to spare, we would really, really, really appreciate it if you could visit www.podsurvey.com. Yeah. That's www.podsurvey.com to fill out a short survey telling us who you are and what you like to do. Yeah. This information will be used to help us create content for the show and find advertisers you want to hear from thanks again and if you have time please do visit www.podsurvey.com to complete the survey and help us learn more about you please do that please please it would be so helpful to us almost as helpful as buying our album resist <laughs> almost but do both things yes, they're both are very yes, quick yes yes um so um we do want to i want to make sure it's on my it's like the only thing on my list <laughs> my only article today besides talking about the horrific and just that we all need to support each other love each other watch each other's back yeah and you are not coming for us you're not coming for our brothers and sisters of of all shades and shapes and sizes and locations that's right so fuck all them fucking racists mm-hmm. um they're just scared because they know they're about to have to go back into their racist hovels. Yep. Uh, I wanted to talk, just bring up Megan Kelly for a moment because, you know what? Oh, Megan! You know, Megan has been confused about blackface on and off again for a good 10 or more years. You know um, what? She just can't, can't seem keep, to get it right. Can't, can't keep just, just sticking her head with Halloween coming up. So she is, you've, as I'm sure you heard, she on her um, show on NBC had an all-white panel, panel and then again went into, I don't know why you can't wear blackface at Halloween. We used to when I was a kid. So, um... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote for The Hollywood Reporter, and it is such a great piece. Yeah. So this is what he says. Um, He said, what she says matters because it enters the social unconscious as a splinter that festers to an infection in our cultural values. Kelly's doe-eyed defense of wearing blackface for Halloween as not being racist is classic. What is racist? When I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. For a pop, for a public figure with a law degree, hello, mm-hmm. she really is way too comfortable ignoring simple logic. Her statement is the common logical fallacy of appeal to tradition that suggests that because something happened in the past, it's good, true, or beneficial, like bleeding people when they're sick, <laughs> or women not voting, or slavery. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia is not an excuse for promoting bad behavior. If it were, we wouldn't have made marital rape illegal, which we didn't start to do in the U.S. until the mid-1970s, with it being illegal in the entire country 
by 1993. And then he said, in Megyn Kelly's case, it would be difficult to sustain an argument that she was ignorant of the blackface controversy. Either she deliberately was racist in order to juice up her flagging ratings, true, or she was too dumb to know it was racist, which is inexcusable for a news person. Either reason is grounds for dismissal. This is not the best of all possible worlds, and NBC might have sent a, her a mixed message when they hired hiring her. Kelly made consistently racist statements while at Fox News. Yep. So when NBC hired her in 2017, its executives were saying we're rewarding your racism on Fox by paying you $69 million over th- over three years. Oh my god. Then, then when she does the same thing that got her that mega payday, NBC suddenly expresses socially conscious outrage. What? It's the same thing as Roseanne. Thank you. And he says, it's not quite racist, but racist adjacent. Firing Kelly does not wash away everyone's past sins, but it's still a cleansing moment. Fire her ass. That's Why right. are we talking about it? Yep. Like, I, th- thank you, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For being real. And that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Oh, that was kind of cute. That was cute. I like how you did that. That was cute. Okay. Okay. Um, This this is titled, A Bush in Your Honor from Kim H. Thank you so much. I like this. I'm going to read this for you. I have one more little story for you, this time with something special for Angela. For me? For moi? In August, I had my annual physical and mammogram. While I was in the waiting room for my mammogram, I decided to peruse the magazines. I slid one out from the bottom, and to my horror, it was a shape magazine with Ivanka Trump (gasps) on the cover. I screamed a little and dropped it like a hot potato. (laughs) I looked around the waiting room and saw that I was alone. So... I tore the cover you off. Go, you go, kid. Into a bunch, a bunch of times, and shoved it into a garbage can. I put the coverless <laughs> magazine back where I found it after using a squirt of hand sanitizer <laughs> to wash off any Trump cooties. That's just safe. That was good. I felt like a secret agent or a ninja or something. I smiled through my whole mammogram. <laughs> I'm sure the tech thought I'd lost my mind. Who smiles while getting their boobs squashed like a roadkill? Me, that's who. And I'd smile for the rest of the day. I dedicate that mission to Angela, the tester in chief of Ivanka. Kim in Seattle. Kim, I want to weep. Um, thank you. Um, I, I feel it. I can see you great. ripping it off and folding it, and it brings me such joy and relief. And I thank you for your, your act of resistance. And I see you're getting a titty smashed and oh, smiling. Just smiling just like, smile. oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kim. That is a wonderful gift. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better Kwanzaa gift. Yes. It was, it's what it's Kwanzaa. Oh, I'm Christmas Kwanzaa. Christmas, yeah. And next, this is from Nick in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So dear Francis and Angela, I'm catching up from last week on the podcast. And he says, many horses and dogs are service animals and are trained to perform a function. Most of the time, they are identifiable. Anything else is an emotional support animal. And I mean anything. However, generally, at least in the higher education setting where I work, these animals are restricted to a student's residence all room. I've worked in a university housing for many years. You'd be surprised how many squirrels. Squirrels! I have seen as emotional support animals. Some of the flying variety. Wow. And he has that little smile. That emoticon is more like a mm, face, right? Yeah. Along with emotional support ferrets, pigs, cats, snakes, and tarantulas. Which is crazy to Colleges me. are small petting zoos. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. It's gross and out of control. What do we do when our allergies are affected by emotional support animals or, or it bites me? Because 
Does one train a snake? No one does not. I think we've had many stories about people trying. Mm -mm. I guess little Susie needs to get her emotional support Chiquito (laughs) to her college somehow. So that was a miss. That's a, um, Chiquito was supposed to be that animal, another animal. It's in the email after this, which I forgot to print, but, um, that's a autocorrect mistake. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm assuming the aisle would hold the horse in place during takeoff or landing, but will it fit in the raft or down the slide? Mm. All questions I have at this point, which go unanswered. Thank you, Nick. I, no idea that's crazy you know could you imagine this is my roommate had a support squirrel well you know tom and i were talking about this uh earlier today uh today i think about how the the truth is is that our child's childhood growing up is not the same no it is also in in los angeles yeah as opposed to the midwest and i think that's very different could you imagine if you walked in and somebody had their emotional support squirrel i can't imagine the word support squirrel coming out of my mouth to my family (laughs) i can't imagine looking at my mother and being like i need my i need a support squirrel i would just go unsupported let me be clear there's just no way even if i believe if a doctor said i think that we think this squirrel would help angela she'd go well then she's gonna have to get a stuffed squirrel (laughs) there's just no way i mean there's no way it's crazy to me and I don't mean like in you know I'm just, in a just crazy way. She means it's just like shocking, shocking. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, now it's time for resistance. And here's the deal: we, you know, what? I mean, there are a lot of charities. You can find a lot of um, great organizations on uh, the FinalWordPodcast.com website, which is not updated um, with a lot of other info. But if you go to the resistance wrap up page, there's a ton of organizations listed there. But again, we are a week out from the election. Mm-hmm. Um, today is Tuesday, right? Day yeah. So all we care about, <laughs> and I mean all we care about, is that you vote. Yeah. And that you help other people vote. That you get your vote. And then if you have to drive around neighborhoods just saying, hey, anybody need a ride to the polls? Yeah. Anybody need whatever? Just whatever you can do um, to be ready to report, to call the emergency numbers, um, and and to you know and and to fight for your vote. If you get there and they say you're not on there, you do every single thing. You that get a provisional you can. vote. Get a provisional ballot. Make sure you call the ACLU, you call your um, Secretary of State, and that we all need to be ready to go to Georgia because yes. they are seriously trying to steal this election from our Stacey Abrams. Yes. Um, and uh, but here, and I mean this. This is I mean this with all of my heart, and I don't mean to be mean, but I mean this. <coughs> Excuse me. If you don't vote, don't ever tell me. Yeah. Yep, just don't. Just don't. Don't do it. Don't don't talk about it. You know what? Act like you did. Lie. Lie out loud. Lie to me for the rest of our lives. Yes. Just don't tell me. Because I don't think I can take it, even if things go the way they should. Yes. And it's we, just too important. And we want to tell you that because next week is uh, election day. We and normally will, we'd be recording right. while people are voting. Exactly. Which I can't think of a dumber thing to do. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to take a week off. We will have a... Uh, a a uh, idiot of the week, and we might do we might do something after the election, Ma- the next might. day. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to work that out, but there will definitely be an idiot of the week next week, and we will definitely try. We were, we're thinking about doing like just a, something quick because kind of past our normal deadline. Yeah, it's very kind of Joey to be willing to do it yes. and to suggest that he's a lovely man, um, Joey Salvia. So if we can get that, we will do that. So look for it if you don't automatically download, mm-hmm. which you should be. You should be. We will remind you to watch our show if it's in your 
your area, Me Time with Frangela. We've enjoyed doing it. Go to MeTimeWithFrangela.com to find out where it is, mm-hmm. to see clips, to sign up for things. You can get on this show when we start shooting again. Exactly. And um, follow us. Please follow us on all the social medias for Me Time Frangela. Yes. At Me Time Frangela. Even if you can't watch the show, even if you only know us here, just as like a side favor. Yeah. If you could just like follow us. That Those would, numbers that really would be help nice. especially. That'd be nice. Um, when they're thinking about maybe getting us a pickup for a second season, which might allow us to be more day and date. Yep. And to have, you know, um, longer shows and certainly to get our show into your area, Absolutely. wherever you are, because it is a fun respite from everything else. Yes, and yes. we're grateful for it and have enjoyed and, it. And pick up our album, Resist. Go to killrockstars.com and you can download it and have a good time. Come on. Do Rick. it. You know you need this money. And let me tell you something. It will make you feel better. And I know this week, the next six days. Mm-hmm. We just are just, uh, let's try to breathe. Don't hold your breath because you are the resistance. Like Francis started this episode by saying, and I, we are proud of you. You have stayed strong. You have fought. Imagine where we'd be if you hadn't. Oh my God. Think about where we would be if we had not put up any resistance to this man and this administration, this cabal and to this, this, this absolute dereliction of duty what if, what if we had what if we hadn't challenged the bugs from day one if from day one day one yep. day after the inauguration we had the woman's march that's right which was huge yep. dwarfed the inauguration yep. and continues to be a source of pain for trump yep. um from then to go to go we went to the airport i was at the airport mm-hmm. think what we'd be dealing with if we hadn't done that and continue to done that support and celebrate yourselves absolutely that's our final word thanks for listening Thank you, Joyce LV. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you for listening to The Final Word. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Today, we discuss Miro. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now. Uh huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, gathering information. You get buy-in from every team. Uh, You know, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. That's M-I-R-O dot com.